Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and Dosvidonia. Once again, it's Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on. Radio State Free Brooklyn. <laughs> You're home for everything bleeny. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic. Yep. We come up with incredible ideas because uh-huh. our brains are big and our IQs are bigger. Wow. Put uh, that on a t shirt. <laughs> And we, those ideas center around one thing, mm-hmm. and that's about getting you, the listening audience, mm-hmm. as rich as possible, as quickly as possible. Uh-huh. Therefore, the name of our show: Get Rich Quick with Josh and, and Noel. Yeah, you didn't. I was. I wasn't going to stop so you could say your name. I again. was ready. I know. <laughs> I saw that. I said it's like, um, and. <laughs> And uh, 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 we give you these ideas free of charge. Yep. We ask for nothing up front. Mm-mm. And I will stress up front. Mm-mm. We don't ask for anything up front. We're not saying that this is free per se, but it is free. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to take these ideas if they if they resonate with you. Yeah. If you feel them deep in your bones and your body and your brain. Yes. Oh, if your balls tingle and your vaginas mingle, yeah, that doesn't work. But anyway, uh, when you feel it, that gut feeling like, oh, my God, this is the idea. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. The impetus to push me forward to become the wealthiest me I can be. Yeah. And uh, you take those ideas and you run with them. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we're not like these other get-rich-quick schemes like Tom Vu, who we hear in our opening thing, uh-huh. where it's he did a 30-minute infomercial that was just him standing in yachts and big houses with beautiful blonde California girls everywhere telling you that if you want to get rich, you need to come to his seminar. Didn't tell you how to get rich. He mm-hmm. said you have to come to his seminar. And then he'd show you a bunch of people who said, I started off investing with $30,000, and this year I made $550,000. And then you had to go and pay for a seminar to find out how these people did it. No, that's not what we do. Nope. We're not the the Tony Robbinses of the world where you need to pay us to get motivated. We're not the Grant Cardonis who have these, you know, like multi-level marketing get-rich-quick schemes. Where if you don't do well in the first round, then you need to go and pay for the second round. It's like the Scientology of making money. Yeah. It's garbage. Garbage, I tell you. Garbage. Yeah. Grant Kardashian. Grant K- Kardashian. Yeah. The first 21-year-old billionaire. Yeah. Um, no. No. You take our ideas, you get filthy rich, mm-hmm. and only when you're filthy rich. So that means you can 
I'm just going to say this because it just struck me. You can try a ton of ideas. Oh, yeah. You could try all. All of the ideas. And until you're successful with any one of our ideas, until then, and only until then, that you've made your scads of money and you're sitting in your big mansion and your kids are going full ride Mm -hmm. uh, 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 on Gentleman D's to uh, whatever Ivy League school because you just gave them $10 million to uh, put your name on a chair, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, only then Mm -hmm. do we think that maybe Mm -hmm. it would be nice of you to show us a little appreciation. That's right. So if if Get Rich Quick were Josh and Noel... Instead of being a yacht, we're a bodega because it's Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, there you go. And on the counter, there's a a jar full of ideas that says, you know, like I have a penny, leave a penny, need a penny, take a penny. Yeah. But it's ideas in there. You can mm. go in every day. Mm-hmm. You're a penny short. You take that. That's penny. right. Yeah. And then one day you strike it rich. Mm-hmm. With come penny. With with hmm. that penny idea, hmm. right? Okay, and you come back to the your store. Your metaphor is falling apart a it's little not. bit. It's, it's, it's where it, it comes fell together apart with that that penny and idea And then it gels concept. right at right. the end because okay. you come <laughs> back into that bodega after it's like most you of your ideas on the show have I... become rich. Uh huh. And in the have a penny, leave a penny jar. Uh huh. Really, ten percent of everything you have ever made. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that is. Uh-huh. Then people come in because the whole idea behind the have a penny, leave a penny, yeah. need a penny, take a penny, yeah. is not like, oh, I need a penny for tomorrow. It's like, oh, my thing costs eight fifty one, yeah, and I got the fifty cents. I don't want to break the dollar, so I'll take this penny and give it, yeah, right, um, to the to the guy behind the counter to pay for it. Yeah, someone's gonna come and be like, oh, there's a hundred million dollars in here. Yeah, and if you need a penny, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hundred million dollars in here. Yeah, I need to buy this building. Well, we can. Shut I guess this I'll take. Sometime. I'll take. I'll take out. You know, the fifteen million dollars to buy this building from this. We have a little a, vacuum have a, tube. Have a billion. Leave a billion ha- jar. Have a vacuum tube at the bottom of the jar. <laughs> yeah. That goes <laughs> sucks it out. Your metaphor did not work. It I'm worked sorry. perfectly. It did not work. Did not work. Anyway, anyway guys, yeah. that is who we are. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't clear enough to you, yeah. Uh yeah, that's who we are. But I haven't seen Noel in a whole week. No, you haven't. How you doing, Noel? I am doing pretty good. Uh funny thing happened yesterday. What? <laughs> it actually was a funny thing. Uh-huh. Uh so uh we had a meeting that went from like noon to two. And mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> is it your regular job? At my job job, yeah. And we don't have a local HR person anymore. We're between HR people, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for a few meetings that we've had like that, I've had to arrange lunches to be delivered. Okay. Because basically if the meeting goes through lunch, All right. they're usually providing it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we had our the HR win- woman in from out of town in this week. And I was talking to her and I was telling her, oh, yeah, I got to arrange this lunch, and she goes to me, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, we have, there. there's some uh, leukemia association that was coming in to uh, our work because they're trying to sponsor a, they're trying to get people involved in some leukemia walk. Mm-hmm. 
And she told me, she's like, they are bringing pizza for 50 people. Pizza. So if you want pizza from Joe's, they got it. So we're like, all right, we'll eat pizza. Mm-hmm. So we have this meeting. And at one point, because I was kind of in charge of the food, I went to go check and make sure these guys were here. Mm-hmm. And they were. And pizza for 50 people was four pizzas. <laughs> so I went and told that's the... eight slices per eight, 16, 24. That's 32 <laughs> slices for 50 people. Yeah. So I went and told... Uh, and we're supposed to eat it for lunch, not right. just like have a yeah, slice. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Right? Well, a not even have a slice. Yeah. It's have a, have a half a slice. So I, w- it wasn't the whole office in this meeting, though, right? So I went Still and I, I told people. the HR, I'm like, should we just order food? And she's like, no, 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 no. just go in there and take it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we go in this room, uh-huh. uh, and the guy who was running the meeting, he's like, yeah, don't worry, I got it, I got it. And they've got like all their flyers set up all over this room, and the pizza in the furthest corner, so you had to pass by all of them, uh-huh. and their sign-up <laughs> sheets, and like little takeaway things. Uh-huh. And uh, so he's like, yeah, go, go. And so we're going in, and we're like getting plates and filling them up on pizza, and he's like... Oh, take a flyer. <laughs> what what so what's up with this walk? <laughs> and like basically run in like distraction while the rest of us are in like piling uh-huh, our plates right. full of pizza. <laughs> we took like half their pizza and then like skedaddled. Just half? We took well, a couple slices each. But that's still like uh uh I mean I feel like you guys should have taken it all. Yeah, well, we did. Okay, but it was still pretty funny. <laughs> oh well, I, I'm and he's like, I'm. Can I donate? I'm going to donate today, and, and we're all like, yeah. quick, get the pizza. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No, that's a good story, Noel. Uh-huh. And it's interesting uh-huh. because it ties so cleanly. Oh, into our uh uh our topic today. Okay. Because as we all know, yeah, leukemia is an excess of white blood cells. Is it? In the bloodstream, yes. Your white blood cells, you're creating too many white blood cells and they're attacking your body, right? Okay. And in doing that, they're wiping out the red cells. And we all know (laughs) that red cells are communists. That's right. And we all know that communists are, today's topic, Russia. (laughs) That's right. Russia, how to get rich with it, how to be your own oligarch. Russia. Russia. Yeah. How to be your own oligarch. Yeah, how to borst your way to the top. Borst your way to the top. You know what? Actually, one one thing I read when I was reading about Russia, uh-huh. uh, there are a lot of times now calling it like beet soup instead of Russia, I mean, instead of borscht, because uh, it is their freedom fries, and borscht is a Ukrainian name. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, so I assume borscht then was uh, created in the Ukraine. I don't know. And became a, uh, a national dish that way, sure. through that through that way. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Deb loves borscht. Oh, yeah? Yeah, particularly the, the like a proper borscht with, ba- with a beef, with a beef uh, stock base. Okay. Um, we will go to Veselka and she will just house borscht <laughs> and a few pierogies. Uh, and she's a happy little clam. I like pierogies. Which is funny for a little Puerto Rican girl. Yeah. You know, this is what it is, man. West Side Story 
was originally about the, you know, Jewish gang, which were all Eastern European Jewish kids, uh-huh. and the Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And then they came together. Maria, Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. A girl. A girl. I just met a moil named Maria. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, there you go. Yeah. Puerto Ricans love Jewish food. Jewish uh, uh, people love Puerto Ricans. So we're in good company then. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, Russia. So we all know this. It's giant. It's like... Not as big as it used to be, though. It's not as big as the USSR was. Right. But Russia's still giant. It is 17 million square kilometers larger than Pluto, apparently. Hmm. Which was reinstated as a planet. That's right. So Russia... Is bigger. Is a planet. Yeah. Yeah. Planet Russia. Okay. Uh, Is it evil? I don't know. Sometimes it seems like it a lot of the time. <laughs> right? Uh, sometimes it seems that they want to break free of their Cold War image, look friendlier. Then they do shit like Crimea and Trump. Mm-hmm. Crimea. You know? I would imagine, though, if you Crimea went, River. If you went to Russia. Is there a Crimea River? There may be. I don't think it's called the Crimea River. It should be. It should be, because <laughs> you just want to be able to sit on the banks of the Crimea River and yeah. sing <laughs> Crimea River like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um if you went to Russia, yeah, and you got said to them, "Hey, do you think Russia is evil?" They would say, "No." Yeah. I'll tell you who I think is evil. America. Yeah, they might some. Yeah. But uh we know better. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh you know, and they've pretty much always seen been seen as a dour bunch, stoic. They are. You know, look back at the old Russian authors before communism. They weren't a, a happy-go-lucky crew. You know, they have, the I think, the correct uh, view on what life is. Uh-huh. Life is uh, pain and suffering with occasional bits of happiness thrown in there. Okay. Just to keep you going. All right. And the Western world like likes raisins. to think, yeah, exactly. It's like raisins in bran. Yeah, I like right? raisins in bran. It's all bran, yeah. except for a few raisins, and you get like in this, oh, Jesus Christ, how much more fucking bran can I eat? And you're just like, ugh, I'm going to take this big weird shit. And then you get a raisin, and you're like, oh, a little sweetness yeah. to keep me plowing through this poop maker. Yeah. That I'm eating because I'm old and I don't move properly. But you get to the bottom of the box and it's nothing but raisins. Sometimes. Sometimes. You don't shake it up? Well, I do. <laughs> but that's when you're eating other people's raisin bran and they're dummies, right? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, guys. Uh, so, Russian people known for not smiling. It can seem so out of place, in fact, that a smile might even land you being questioned by police. Really? That's what happened to Yulia Menamed, a Russian film director. Uh, he, this is a quote. He said to me, because you were smiling, she told the BBC, because it is strange for a person to walk on the street and smile. It looked alien and suspicious. Alien. Alien. Uh, do you ever hear the podcast Invisibilia? No. Okay, well, it's good. Uh, Why would I listen to any other podcast? That's true. That's a good point. 
Uh, Invisibilia had an episode about the first McDonald's opening in Russia in 1990. McDonald's want to retain their uh, all-American image, and they decided that they needed to teach Russians to smile. And they gave smiling lessons to Russians to mixed results. They did the same thing at the World Cup. Not just McDonald's, but all sorts of places did. I remember you uh, 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 talking about that Mm -hmm. in a previous episode. Yeah. Uh, Still, studies show Russians regard smiling stranger as significantly less intelligent and dishonest. Right? So as much as Russians want to improve their image, their leaders, they're no help. Right? They take over Crimea. They shoot airliners out of the sky. Mm-hmm. They poison people with crazy potions all over the UK. Mm-hmm. And around the world. Around the world and in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they insist on maintaining the cartoonishly evil stereotype, right? Messing with our elections. Not just Putin. The oligarchs, too. Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich, he installed lasers in his yacht. They detect CCTV cameras and block them automatically. Which is one of the reasons we need a Space Force. Yeah, we need Space Force. Mm -hmm. We should open a Shake Shack up in space. Space Force! Shack! (laughs) Uh, Shake Shack sponsor us. We've been doing bits, Shake Shack bits here before the mics were turned on, we can't turn off the <laughs> Shake Shack is, which bits. Which is why they should sponsor us. Yeah. So we'll turn on the mics. We'll turn on the mics. And we'll get all those Shake Shack yeah. bits we do in there. Hey, Shake Shack, you want a little taste? We'd like a little taste. How about just free food, Shake Shack? That's right. You want some Shack on that? All right. Come on. All right. <laughs> Sp- spend that money. We could change to spend those shackles. Shackles. Yeah, like shekels. How about we just call it spend that money at Shake Shack? We could do that. Yeah. And just like every week say something we can buy it. You can buy at Shake Shack. And if you buy 400,000 of them, Uh that's a million dollars. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So Russia, right? They can't shake this evil dude, cartoonishly evil stereotype. Mm -hmm. Very recently... They appointed Steven Seagal as Russia's special envoy to the U.S. He's insane. He's insane, and he looks insane. <laughs> he really and does. And they the, put Steven Seagal. The spray hair. The black spray hair is incredible. It's ridiculous, right? They crave this evil villain image, right? So we're going to cater to that. This is what you're going to do. What is every evil villain need a sidekick no a master plan to take over the world they have that okay well you're saying what they need they need a base yes they need an evil fortress a lair a lair right exactly so you're gonna go and you are gonna build elaborate Evil fortress lairs for the oligarchs. Mm. And we all know they love them in things like the North Pole. Well, turns out 70% of Russia is Siberia. Mm-hmm. 
so we can build some crazy ice-encased mansions that have lasers surrounded by sharks. The sky's the limit. If you can dream it, and it seems like something that would be, that's too much in a comic book for an evil guy, do a double, because they, the Russian oligarchs, they love tigers. They love sharks. So here's my they, question yeah. for you, though. What makes you think they don't already have these? They don't. How do you know that? Because if the CCTV cameras that are flying overhead and all of the, uh, you know, those, uh, it's funny you bring this up because, uh-huh. you know, we were watching, I mean, it was, we were, right before we came on, we were watching an episode of Vice News. Yes. And they did a whole thing on Space Force. Yes. And uh, how there are, you know, lasers up there that are sent up by uh, uh, different governments and they're doing exactly that. They're blocking well, radio signals and, yeah. And, and, and uh, let me tell you something, though. You know what? Uh, every article. But my point is uh-huh. if it's blocking that, how do we know? Well, if we can't see them, I'll, I'll tell how you do how. we know they I'll exist? I'll tell you how. Don't exist. Because every article I saw about Roman Abernock. Abramovich, his uh, laser-protected yacht. Mm -hmm. You know what every one of those had? What? Pictures of the yacht. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because there are ways to take the pictures that aren't from CCTV, that aren't from things. You know, that yacht rolls around the world. There's a lot. That yacht's in the Bahamas one week, and it's in New York another week, and it's in London another week. It's all over the place. It's wherever he needs it to be. There's a lot of crazy rich oligarchs in Russia. There are that Abramovich is only like the third a tiger or, den, the third or fourth. But they have them. No, they want an evil layer one. They're they're <laughs> suffering with this uh-huh. faux British manner. Mm-hmm. With suffering. tigers suffering, suffering with tigers roaming around. Yeah, you show them the real deal. Uh huh. You show them no. We carved this out of out of quartz. Uh huh. We put lasers around the uh-huh. outside. Tigers have free range within the walls. They'll be like, oh, I'm sold. There's trap doors in every room. Sold. You press this button, spikes shoot out of the walls. Sold. Sold. What else you got? You have a, a jet car that's on uh, skates. So yeah. your 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 uh 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 lair in the middle of a frozen lake that's made out of the water from the lake. Yeah. You can scoot back and forth on your jet sleds. Yeah. That field right Sold. now that you've got nothing but like horses doing dressage. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's now a fire field of just fire. <laughs> and they'll be like, good, I always hated the, in the middle the of horse. Siberia. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always hated the horse. <laughs> why why did I don't understand I, I don't see the correlation. The of, only place for horses sausage. That's what they'll say. <laughs> Because they're sick of playing the British man's oh, idea I see. I see. of what a rich gotcha. man is. Um, Give them their idea. Uh, uh, An ice castle. That was a reference to their to their empty uh, homes in uh, in in uh, in uh, in London. Is that what that was? The whole dressage thing? No, it's just everything you see is that like oh look at it, them riding horses. It's just Putin with his shirt off. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about everyone like 
look at my daughter. She rides horse perfectly. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, all their kids. Yeah, she knows 14 languages. She yeah, rides yeah. the horse. Uh-huh. It's interesting that, because I did look up some just for uh, uh, the other, one of my other ideas, uh-huh. my second idea about uh, uh, children of the, uh, of, the incre- of the of the oligarchs. Okay. And there is like this thing where they all brag about how many languages yes. they learn. Like there's a real, uh, there's a real, it, you know, mm-hmm. what they look at as the uh, as what their kids should be doing. Yeah. You may be a billionaire, but you're obviously a nouveau billionaire. Yeah, nouveau billionaire for sure. <laughs> it's hard not to be a nouveau billionaire in yeah. Russia. It's not if not you have a, a a a. Fortress at the top of Look, a mountain. I, I think that idea is protected okay. by polar bears. So it's interesting. I don't have the same idea, uh-huh. but it, mine goes in a sort of similar direction okay. because it's about uh, it's 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 appealing to the builders, yes, the developers that in our listening well, group. There's a lot and, of space, and there's a lot of them. And so so I'm going to go a in, space force. So this is my idea. All right, you okay. ready? Because your idea is a little. I personally I think that a lot of these exist already. Well, you don't need oligarch. Okay. And also take into account yeah. there aren't that many oligarchs. There's enough. There's and only like 13. You know how many evil fortresses you'd have to make to become fabulously wealthy? How many? Like a couple. They're they're crazy. This they wall's made out of emerald. This wall is made out of diamond so that when the sun hits it a certain way, it burns everyone in the room alive. But here's the thing. If you're building these buildings that are going to cost a billion dollars yes. or more, then you're cutting out a lot. You know, you're only now dealing with the top five oligarchs. You got tears. Okay. All right. Well, well, it, it's, it's, it's an idea. It's an idea. <laughs> All right. So this is the thing for our developers out there. Yeah. This is for you. Okay. So I, I was looking up. Uh, 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 and it's funny because we just saw this on Vice too, which may blow my thing out of the water, but I don't think it will. All right. Um, so according to an NPR-sponsored survey in November 2017, uh-huh. so that was almost a year ago now, the majority of whites, meaning 55% of white people in this country, the United States of America, now believe that whites experience racial discrimination. Okay. Okay? And on the sort of more extreme end of that, when you look at guys like uh, Richard Spencer, um, who are big believers in white pride, the white pride movement, and uh, the unification of a pan-European white race, yeah, uh, and basically wanting to make you know their idea, his idea, his belief is his great uh, dream would be that the United States of America would become a white ethno state. Right. Mm -hmm. And so just an example, again, Richard Spencer has something like 78,000 followers on Twitter. All right. If you take all of these guys, you know, I don't even remember any of their names, but then the National Stormer, the, uh, you know, all these fucking groups whose names slip my mind because I can't bear spending more than 30 seconds paying attention to them before my, my brain explodes in anger and rage. Yeah. But all these guys, there have to be, on that level of extreme, sort of uh, 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 white ethnostate level, hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. right? If 55% of white people in this country, which has to encompass 
tens and tens of millions of, of people, 350 or 360 million people in this country, uh, uh, 55 to 60 percent of that are white. Mm-hmm. Um, so 55 percent of that. So 350 we're talking 100 some odd million. So let's just say a million people believe that there should be a white ethno state. OK. And they would like America to be that white ethno state. But that's not going to happen. No, nope. it's just not possible. We're too uh, 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 mixed. Yes. We're just uh, uh, too many people that we've brought over, that have come over. Uh, and the vast majority of us are happily mixed. Yeah. This is not a question of, and, and you know, don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Other than maybe California for a week. Sure. Just to be on the beach in the wintertime. Or Florida, for that matter. Sure. Or whatever. Um. But, you know, when you think of a country that's pretty goddamn white, yeah. I think you got to look at Russia. Oh, yeah. When you think of a country that has a very deep belief in the power of white people mm-hmm. and the hatred of black people yeah. and Jews, I don't think it would hurt to think about Russia. Uh, you mean the country that Caucasian is named after? Yes. Exactly. The fact that it the fact of the, the, the matter is Caucasian. Yeah. The word Caucasian yeah. comes from the Caucasus, yeah. which at one time was in ninety percent of it was in the USSR. Yeah. Now it's substantially less because it's it's in other Azerbaijan okay. and, and Turkey and, and Armenia and et cetera, et cetera. But the bulk of it is still a yeah. good chunk of it. The northern part of it is still in Russia, right? The whiter part. The whiter part. <laughs> so they're talking about Russians. Yeah. When you say Caucasian, yeah. you're talking about people from the Caucasus. Yeah. You're not talking about the Turkish part. No, you're not. <laughs> Armenians. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so this is what you're going to do. Yeah. I mean, super simply, you are going to build American compounds... Border it off and create the white ethno state. Okay. And whites from all over the world, right? We're talking a million in America, okay? Britain. Yeah. Uh, France. Yeah. Germany. Yeah. Austria. Yeah. Uh, Italy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Greece. Yeah. All over Western Europe, filled. And Eastern Europe, as I might add, but again, most of Eastern Europe is kind of like, eh, we're already pretty white. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to uh, uh, worry about any of this. You're they gonna... are, they are worrying about it right now. Well, they, they they're publicly worrying about it just to drive up their 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 forces. But when you have a place like Hungary, yeah. for instance, which is ninety nine point nine percent white, <laughs> right, and you know they're trying to weed out the Jews, you know, I mean, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> It's like, we're, what, are you really worried? Who's coming into your country? Yeah. What does Hungary actually have to offer anyone except some decent beer? Let's think about it. Huh. Um, but that's really the idea. So you can have your oligarchical weird uh-huh. layers with tigers and shit like that. Yeah. I'm talking about creating the white ethno state, and you have a built-in purchase thing i mean you know the ultimate gated community okay is what i'm talking about so there you go 
Yeah. You know, by the way, while I was researching Richard Spencer, I didn't know he was married. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, when I said, you know, I was like, what is what Richard Spencer's, you know, the thing was. Uh, uh, the autocomplete. Yeah, and as I was doing, we're like, what does Richard Spencer full believe? With the first thing that came was like, what does Richard Spencer's wife look like? And I was like, Richard Spencer has a wife? Uh And I clicked on it, and she is Russian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like full Russian, like came over. It makes me kind of wonder if he's making his money from a certain place. Maybe. To to create uh, issues in this country. Maybe. It's part of the Russian, uh, the Putin way you know yeah he backs in in russia they have they funnel money into extremist groups on all sides just to keep everything roiled up Mm -hmm. and uh 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 uh, without it necessarily without anyone knowing that it's government funded Mm -hmm. but it keeps the bulk of the population afraid um because of all the noise on both sides so then they want a strong leader like a putin or a trump yeah uh, uh, running the show to keep everything under control. Sure. Uh, but anyway, there you go. That's what it is. Megan, an ethno state. Yeah, I like it. Obviously, white ethno state. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Build those gates high. Mm hmm. Build those locks strong. You don't even <laughs> have to build the gates too high. Uh, you're there. You're surrounded by white people everywhere you go. Yeah. But this will just be a place for the Americans to come to get acclimated. Have all the American stores, everything, all American stuff. Oh, They'll, you know what I mean. Like you're you're building these compounds. You know what I mean. When I say compounds, I guess more along the lines of uh, uh, outlet center malls. Yeah, okay. you know where you go to and it feels like a village. Yeah, and now they're building these outlet centers with apartment buildings around them. Okay, so people can live there and shop there, and that's basically what you're doing. Okay, so it's like all American goods, all the things that you love as an American. Without Jews and blacks and Ugh. Asians and Muslims and all the things you hate yeah. as an American. There you go. There you go. Hey, guys out there, if uh, you want to give your money to uh, a Jewish person and a Canadian, uh, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the pledge button, give us some money. Half that money go to Josh and I. Keep us racially segregated. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. We should build a wall <laughs> on the massage table. We should to in keep between us, us apart. Yeah. To keep us apart. Yeah. Uh and uh if you don't want to do that, you can uh go to radiofreebrooklyn.org, hit the uh, other button, give them some money, all that money goes to them. None of that money comes to us. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 organization. You get to feel like a good person. If you hate giving money to anyone and you still want to give us some support, download the app. Don't care what kind of phone you have. we got an app for it. Download it. Listen to it. That's it. Hey, if you're a Russian oligarch. Yeah, if you're a Russian um, oligarch. And you want to funnel some money to us for us to... uh Build up yeah. the Russian state to our American listeners, and and we have listeners all over Western Europe too. I would say Spain and Sweden, yes, um, uh, in, and Greece. Now we yeah. have a few listeners in Greece and Italy. Uh, just keeps getting bigger. Yeah, our, our, our the tendrils of our wealth ideas, yes. our wealth knowledge, are spreading throughout the Western world. Yeah, uh, if you are a Russian oligarch and you want to funnel some money from, uh, uh, yeah, just because you know, you're an oligarch doesn't mean you're yeah. Can't never get more rich. Yeah, our email address is uh, secure. 
secure line. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'd be happy to have uh, open conversations yeah. with you about it. If this. you're Shake Shack and, and you want <laughs> some, like, woody representation. Uh, hi there. Um, I'd like to order uh, uh, a double burger with cheese, please. Um, some French fries and a uh, chocolate shake, please. Would you like Shaq on that? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'd love some Shaq on that. Shackalicious. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's a, that's, that's just the, a, a, a taste. A taste. A quick idea of some of the stuff we can come up with for you, Shake Shack. <laughs> you guys, we already obviously have other ideas of how we're going to get rich. But we figure, you know, we're going to throw a little something out there extra for you so you can get a little extra rich. Uh, so brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. If you're an avid fan of Rick and Morty, you probably know what Szechuan sauce is. But did you know someone sold a 20-year-old packet for nearly $15,000? The sauce was originally part of a promotion for Disney's Mulan, though due to the popularity of Rick and Morty referencing the sauce, fans have been going crazy for it. The owner that sold the dipping sauce had found the packet while cleaning out an old car that he recently purchased. He googled online to find out if the sauce was worth anything, and sure enough, it was worth more than he expected. Even more recently, this year, McDonald's responded to this hype and did release a limited edition Szechuan sauce from selected stores. However, supply failed to come even close to meeting demand, as stores sold out almost instantly. Now, packets of the sauce are selling for hundreds of dollars on eBay. One diehard fan even traded a VW Golf MK4 for a pack of the stuff. I like the idea that the guy who sold it for $14,000 uh-huh. found it in a car uh-huh. that wasn't his. Yeah. He, well, it was his. He bought the car, though, and there it was. First of all, you buy a car that's full of so much shit yeah. that there's a possibility that a 20-year-old pack <laughs> of fucking <laughs> chicken nugget <laughs> dipping sauce. Yeah, there was some other stuff in that car, is, too. Exactly. That was under some shit right there. I wonder right how much there. he sold all that other stuff for. Oh, right. Exactly. What else was there? Yeah. Um, But that he then said... Like, what goes through your mind when you are cleaning out a used car that you just bought Mm -hmm. that you pick up some fucking 20-year-old food garbage and go, oh, I wonder if this is worth something. (laughs) Yeah, this is so old. (laughs) This is so... (laughs) I mean, it's Szechuan sauce. And someone bought it for $14,000. Yeah. You know what would be even better than Szechuan sauce? (coughs) What? Szechuan sauce. Come on, Shake Shack. Yeah, Shake Nuggets. Shake Nuggets. Here's my pitch to okay. for, for a new concept for Shake Shack. Yeah. All Nuggets. Yeah, all the time. Nugget Shack. Nugget Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Nugget Shack. And then you can make Shackshwan Sauce. Shackshwan Sauce. It'll be called Shackshwan Sauce. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm just, you guys... In case you haven't listened to our show yeah. up to now, we are just full of money-making ideas. <laughs> They're just pouring out today. It's an explosion. So, yeah, it's like an explosion. Yeah. It is an explosion. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know. Quick Russian fact. Yeah? 
In 2007, Russia planted their national flag underwater in hopes of securing the Arctic's potential natural resources. This isn't the 15th century, one foreign minister said. You can't go around the world and just plant flags and say, we're claiming this territory. No, you have to take it by force. Yeah. Uh, I remember hearing about that. It's crazy. Yeah, they want they want to take over the North Pole yeah. because as it's melting and all that ice is receding, it's opening up, you know, all these oil deposits that have been there forever. Yeah. There's apparently billions and billions of barrels of oil underneath the North Pole. And it's creating this whole thing with all of our I, mean, I think they're still allies. I'm going to say that they're still allies, but all of our northern allies in Scandinavia mm-hmm. amping up yeah. their uh, 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 military presence all along that northern uh, northern borders up there. It's a crazy world we live in, Noldenin. You know what else is crazy? First album I bought, full-size album, not 45. Uh-huh. Boney M's Night Flight to Venus featuring the song Ra Ra Rasputin. Boney M, was that who made that song? Yeah. Sing a little of that song. Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. Was he? Is that the line? Yeah. I remember it was Ra Ra Rasputin, something of the Russian queen it, or something. It was all over yeah. it. Probably Lover of the Russian Queen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That was the first album you ever bought? Yeah. You know why I bought it? I do not. Because, you know, the, this is the it, night flight to Venus, guys. No. They looked like the... Uh, the what do they call them? The Cylon intruders from Battlestar oh, Galactica. Okay. So you had bad taste in music and were a dork, and that's why you <laughs> bought that album. <laughs> I was all combined in one. <laughs> anyway, Noel. Anyway, Russia. How are we gonna get rich, rich with yeah, them? Yeah. yeah. You know to go good on that Shake Shack Russian dressing. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, you want to shake Ruben? Russian dressing. All right, so how are you going to get rich? This is how we're going to get rich, guys. You guys. Ah. (laughs) Soviet. The Soviet past. Russians are still trying to shake that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Okay, so I need need a little... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you meant it when you said you didn't have the uh, the info backing. No, this. I do, I do, I do, I do. What when you say Russians? Are yeah. we talking about? Uh, I actually had spelt that. I had, I'd written that out differently, <laughs> but it was too shake in the middle of that word. Uh, and I was at first, I was like, I can't say shake after all that shake uh, talk. And then I <laughs> said, How can I not? So I had to kind of double back. Uh-huh. The, but the first original sentence was. Russia is still shaking their Soviet past. Okay, that it makes a lot more it sense, does. and it works better. It works it, better. I, I did not even think the ref. I did not even go to the reference of Shake Shack. Oh, because he's what shaking. You know, Russia's still shaking their Soviet past. What if you had said Russia's still shacking? Because every emphasis that you did with our Shake Shack commercials, yeah, that's true, had to do with Shack. Yeah, but you knew the shake was coming eventually. Hmm. All right, guys. Russia's still shacking the Soviet past. <laughs> Soviets were very controlling, right? Struggling mm-hmm. for truth was classified as a mental illness. Dissenters were declared to have sluggish schizophrenia, 
was the name of what they said they had. Sluggish schizophrenia. Sluggish a schizophrenia. slow, just schizophrenia, <laughs> yeah, but you just... Like a snail. Yeah, exactly. It's a kind of schizophrenia where you're not, like, hyperactive. No, you're just protesting facts. Right. You're just, you're just, you know, yeah. you seem normal. Yeah, except you but want... But you're crazy. Yeah, because you want to read whatever you want to right. read. Right. You want freedom. Yeah. They had an orchestra at one point with no conductor because it was considered capitalist. Uh, and apparently they started to spread because everyone thought it was such a great idea. But the idea only lasted six years because the orchestras got progressively worse and worse. <laughs> uh, it's true. When yeah. you want to ban all hierarchies, what are you going to do? Yeah. Unemployment was a crime. That I like that idea. Yeah. The Grapes of Wrath was banned because it showed poor people owning cars. What? Yeah. Uh, jokes had to be approved by the Department of Jokes. Nothing even remotely edgy was approved. No jokes about politics, religion, sex. And apparently, because of this, they had a huge portion of their jokes... About animals. Whole people, whole comedic industry built around jokes about animals. I remember you telling me the story about back in 1964, uh-huh. how you and uh, uh, a bunch of your friends from Improv Olympics decided you were going to go to Russia uh-huh. and start uh, uh, the first improv well, group. Well, I did tell you about Cuba. Yeah, and I'm talking about your trip to Russia <laughs> in 1964. One. Okay. After Cuba was such a great success, uh-huh. you guys decided to go over to Russia uh-huh. and start the first improv group. And the big problem was uh-huh. every time you'd say the name of a person, they would say horse. Yeah. <laughs> Bull. Yeah. Everything was animals, and you guys didn't understand it. Well, and, and now it took you 40 54 years later. The other thing I didn't understand, uh-huh. improv was illegal because all your jokes had to be approved by this ministry of jokes and it had to you had to keep the same jokes for right. one year. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do anything else. That sounds like most improv groups really though. <laughs> but if there were, you could you could have a lot of animal-based improv names. Sure, yeah. Bear with me. Give me a job, horse. No, I'm talking team names. Yeah. Give me the name of a place. Bull. <laughs> Barrel of monkeys. Horse. <laughs> that dog I saw yesterday. <laughs> Old dog on subway. <laughs> anyway, they had an entire industry built around telling jokes about animals. Right? That doesn't cut it today. We're all about the edge. I think someone needs to do a documentary about, like, you know how, how Rodney Dangerfield back in the 50s uh-huh. uh, was writing everyone's jokes? And no one knew this, but it's like it's something. It was uh, That was the way Rodney Dangerfield made a living for a long time. He's writing jokes for every major comedian. Yeah. There had to have been a guy in Russia who wrote all the animal jokes for all the comedians there. Maybe. Someone's got to find that guy and do a documentary on him. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, Dr. Doolittle? (laughs) (laughs) Right, so jokes about animals, though, they don't cut it today. We're all about the edge. 
There's the new whole wave of comedy that's like self-revealing. Right. It's all about stand uh, up now, sit down. Uh-huh. It's right? true. That's Mark Marin shtick. That's Mark Marin shtick. He sits on a stool like he's Bill Cosby yeah. without the rape. Yeah. <laughs> without the rape. <laughs> That we know of, hopefully not. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not buying. If someone comes out and says that, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. But okay. Okay, you guys. So, uh, but I read an article about do animals get jokes? Hmm. It turns out they do. Hmm. Coco would even tell puns and do slapstick comedy. Coco the signing gorilla. Coco the signing gorilla would tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time. <laughs> I thought this was great when I read it. <laughs> I like that you did a little early laugh yeah. on that. <laughs> One time, <laughs> uh, Coco tied her trainer shoelaces together and then told him to chase her. Oh, Coco! You're crazy, Coco! Uh, lots of other animals have jokes with each other and play tricks on each other. So. The human animal, worst of all. Yeah, yeah. Worst. Russian worst. Uh, Older Russian comedians are uniquely situated to play to this crowd. So this is what you're going to (laughs) do. You are going to start an agency with these old Russian Soviet comedians Mm -hmm. and their shtick, their animal shticks. All their animal jokes. Yeah. You're going to produce videos. You're going to sell them to pet owners who are increasingly more desperate to cater to their pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, ones that can't get a DVD out, you can cater parties for the animals. You can hire them out to uh, dog shelters that, you know, people that where they drop their dog off mm-hmm. when they go to work. Yeah, people don't want to come to a dog shelter. Well, that you're talking about a dog thing. I was thinking a, a like an adoption center. Okay. People don't want to come to an adoption center and see sad. No, they want to see laughing depressed dogs. dogs. Yeah. They want to see happy dogs. Yeah. That's what's going to make them so want you can to pump adopt them. Up, them. Pump yeah, the crowd up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great idea. But people would buy these tapes, play them all day while they're at work. They'd leave the TV on, mm-hmm. and you could have your own network. Of oh. old Soviet Horstbelt comedians. <laughs> Horstbelt. <laughs> Take my horse, please. Ah, <laughs> yes. Ugh. My mother in law is such a bitch. Yeah. She's really a bitch. <laughs> woof, woof. When I say a bitch. <laughs> My mother-in-law's so big when she sits around the horse, she sits around the horse. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I think you've got a real you've got a real winner there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Comedy for pets. And these people will work for peanuts because they are old and unemployed and nobody wants their shtick anymore because they're feeding uh animals with peanuts. Because that, too. Yeah. Uh, Nice one. Much better than your first one. (laughs) (laughs) That one was solid gold. I would, I would, uh, if I had the wherewithal, Uh I would uh, start that. Start it, guys. Beat Uh, Josh to the punch. Absolutely. Um, You were talking, Noel, earlier 
about uh, in your first idea. Yeah. About Russian oligarchs. Yes. But here's the thing. These guys are super rich. Yeah. Billionaires. Yeah. I mean, if you take Putin out of the equation, mm-hmm. which Putin. is, you know, who is considered the richest of the group. Yeah. Uh, at over $40 billion, Oof. which makes him the richest world leader in the world. Um, the number one guy after him uh-huh. were $21 billion. Okay. Several guys were 13, 14, 15, and on down to about three to $1 billion. And it's about 13, 14 people. And they have their hand in anything. But you're like, how did these guys get so rich? I mean, you know, I know Russia fell and there mm-hmm. was sort of this criminal activity that was going on. But billions and billions of dollars. Well, this is what happened. Everything in Russia was Uh state-owned. And in the 90s, when Yeltsin was still in power, this is, I mean, we're talking about Yeltsin, that drunk bastard. (laughs) Um, Russian government was running out of money. Yeah. And they were like, how are we going to get money into the government and they decided they were going to start privatizing portions of their major state-owned companies. So, for example, uh, 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 one was they sold off something like 38% of the big nickel producer okay. company that they own. You know, this was all uh, uh, oil, nickel, um, uh, uh, what, what do they call it, uh, 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 uh metals and and iron and Mm -hmm. steel and things like that all these manufacturing things but anyway uh and so what they did was is the banks came up with a plan Mm -hmm. to raise some cash while distributing the companies and they basically did loans for shares they loan money for shares of the company Mm -hmm. and if the government defaulted on the loans and the banks got to keep their shares, keep the shares and do with it what they what they wanted. Yeah. And sure enough, the government defaulted on the loans. And the banks then had all these shares that they could then sell to whoever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They ostensibly put them up for bid, um, and it was supposed to go to the highest bidder, but remarkably, none of them went to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. The nickel company, for example, sold for $171 million, which was $100,000 more than the lowest bid and half of the price of the highest bid because the owner of the bank, the head of the bank, was best friends with the guy who bought it. Yeah. So this is just one example. And so these guys who had made money in car dealerships and you know this sort of Western thing managed to put together these packages that they could buy massive percentages of these state-run uh, uh, companies and mm-hmm. make fortunes off of them. Yeah. And it basically, like I said, maybe 20-some-odd guys have benefit, benefited from this. And by benefiting from this, they also are completely hooked in yeah. to Vladimir Putin. Yeah. So I was going, I was like, so that's really interesting. And then I was looking, and this sort of made me think about Trump as well. But we can, you know, this is my little conspiracy theory. Okay. But there is, there are privatization plans going on right now in Russia for uh, uh, major uh, uh, properties such as the Novorissus Commercial Seaport, okay, which they're selling off twenty four percent 
um, or 25% minus one share of um, Sovkomflot, which is the Russian-owned airline. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this company called VTB, which I believe is a major telecommunications company that they own, etc., uh, uh, etc. Et this is all happening in 2019. Yeah. Now, the first round of these, um, they banned any foreign investors from coming in. But this is how you're going to get around that. Okay. I thought, how are you going to get this into this? This is like major, major money to be made here. Mm-hmm. You could become an oligarch. You could become someone worth 20-some-odd billion dollars. Yeah. But you got to get next to Putin. Yeah. And how do you as a foreigner get next to Putin? And then I realized that it all came clear. Putin has two daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria is 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ekaterina... Or Yekaterina, Yekaterina is 31. Okay. Uh, they both live in Russia, but they travel around the world. Yeah. Uh, they're both pretty attractive women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a little background, stuff they like and okay. don't like. Maria is a, uh, uh, <clears throat> also known as Masha, is a medical student culminating uh, uh, in her Ph.D. for uh, her postgraduate research into dwarfism mm-hmm. and endocrinology. Uh, she loves the gays. Uh, some of her best friends are a gay fitness coach from London and a lesbian artist also from London. So you can find her in London a lot in case, you know, at the gay bars, hanging out with the gays. Um, so maybe you could meet her there. She speaks Russian, English, and uh, Dutch. Okay. Three languages. Uh, she's the older one at 33 years old. Then Ekaterina, or Yekaterina Putina, uh, also known as Ekaterina Tikonova, mm-hmm. which was the name she used as a performer. She's the younger daughter at 31, and she was an acrobatic rock and roll dancer. Yeah. And you can actually find videos of her dancing uh, in, uh, in, in, in professionally okay. with her partner. Um, anyway, so you have some background on them. You go, this is for the players out there the people who are confident in picking up the ladies. You go, you meet one of those ladies, you hook up with them, you get in Putin's inner circle, and you buy, 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 buy. Yeah. And you will become an oligarch. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that that's a lot of money. You know, you could say, take my nickel mine, please. That's them getting rid of the... Yeah, I got it, I got it. That was a good animal joke. Pretty fantastic. Guys, we had so much fun today. We didn't have time to get to our rules. We didn't have time to tell you how to get us in contact. Look it up, Google it. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have time to tell you how to spend that money. Nope. We just had time to give you ideas so full of money. Yep. Uh, so, Noel, we're getting rich once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Okay.